Welcome to Building an Effective Marriage Team Program with your hosts, Dr. Ralph Goffrey Jr. and Pastor Lenore Goffrey. This is a show that helps to equip kingdom marriages to be strong and successful. Sit back and relax and enjoy today's discussions. Hello, and thank you for listening to Building an Effective Marriage Team, hosted by Dr. Ralph Godfrey Jr. and First Lady, Sister Lenore Godfrey. Hello. We just want to welcome you guys to our radio program. Thank you for joining us. Um, We hope you've gotten some good information from our program. We we really do spend some time to talk about what we're going to share and what they have written in this workbook, which is a great book. So if we're coming from our last show, we were talking about respecting each other's roles in uh, the marriage when it comes to vision. Yes. That's what we've been talking about. And um, when we ended... We talked about the mission of the team cannot succeed if the two are not operating as one. And we started our last show by defining or actually talking about, Pastor, the strengths and weaknesses of of each (laughs) other. (laughs) Every couple should be aware of his or her partner's strengths and weaknesses. So we talked about that and how important that is in a marriage team mm-hmm. and so in order for the team to move forward and be successful they have to know that so where we're going today is talking about individualism in a marriage and how that affects a marriage yeah. individualism in marriage builds a divide between the two and keeps them from achieving division predetermined for their team so mm. First, we got to go back and you got to just back up a few shows and understand what vision is. Right, right. Understand what mission is. Right. And each per- person has a role in that vision and mission piece, correct? Yes. Correct, correct. And so if they're operating individually, if a person is out here in the baseball field, that's my example. <laughs> And they're running around chasing butterflies, <laughs> and the ball comes their way. They've missed it, yeah, because they're doing their own thing, and then this person is doing their own thing, right? So the whole team loses. Yes, don't you like my? Don't you like my example? Good analogy. Uh, well, from a f- woman's point of view, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that. Well, <clears throat> we go back to the vision. I think what that's important, like you said, to understand that it defines as uh, where we're going as a couple, <clears throat> where we're going, which is all contingent upon uh, the purpose that God has put us together. Correct. So once we get to understand that we are purposed for this, what is the vision for this purpose? And then we, like you said, mission, mission. then is how do we accomplish it? How do we put it all together? Right. To carry it out so that we again at the end of this day or end of the day give God glory um, so with that being the case we begin to now understand 
how do we work together as one? And like you're saying, not as individuals. Right. Individualism promotes ill feelings and insecurities in many couples because they operate as a single entity, meaning they are on their own team. Mm-hmm. So right. you can't one be a team, a team and be themselves. Tennis. With themselves, right. Oh, one person. Oh, well. You have no volley. <laughs> no, tennis still takes a coach. Yeah, there you go. Oh. So it's it's it is in in the detriment to any team is when you are partnered with someone again, and there should be a goal or a a, a direction we're going in. And if I choose to op, operate independent of you, it makes me indiv- individualistic in that team effort. Right. Right. And when we do that, now we begin to most of, most of the times we begin to work against each other mm-hmm. and fail to accomplish what God really wanted from our union. Mm-hmm. Right now, we go back to understanding if we believe that we are purposed to, to we are purposed, meaning I live, I breathe, I have my existence or being because of Christ, meaning that. And then he has given me purpose to live on this earth. If that's the case, then the person he puts with me is purposed as well. Mm-hmm. So when the two become one, we're not two separate purposes. We have one now united to have one purpose. And so now what do we do to understand or to build upon that purpose? And again, that means that we can't, operate as though we're like we were when we were single we now have to operate as a team Mm -hmm. and begin to understand our purpose our joint effort together because that's why god made this union and what god has put together let no one or no man put asunder or separate so what are some of the reasons why um, people operate um in in individualism well, I think some of it is, is you know, as <clears throat> I just think of prior to me making a decision to get married, mm-hmm. I was all about me. Mm-hmm. You know, I was getting, you know, was, it was all about me. I went to school. I had my own life. I was living the life. I was joining organizations, having fun, partying, doing, it was all about me. And I just think that you start off life that way. So at a point you make a decision, when I get married, then I'm going to join this other person and become one. Mm -hmm. But it's a decision that has to be made. Now, some people make that decision after they get saved. Some people don't make that decision. They make the decision before they get saved. So again, we're putting all this in perspective and it's a relationship with God. So that, that even puts a whole nother element in it. But I think that you just starting life off, you are an individual. (laughs) And so you develop this individualism Mm -hmm. and I'm not willing to compromise or change how I've always been because that's me. That's what I do, you know. Mm -hmm. So it does. It it becomes a, um, you know, you do sacrifice. You do... um, put things aside you know it isn't all about you because you have now another individual and then don't put a family in it 
you have more than one other individual then you have to be considerate of so i just i just think it's a it's a process mm -hmm. definitely a process mm -hmm. yeah i think um as well to, to add to, to what lenora's saying i think in some instances uh trusting Mm -hmm. that person with uh, uh, the, this um, and going forward. I think sometimes that lack of trust, I should say, I, I don't trust you with uh, to be intimate enough to express myself with. I don't trust you enough to share my life with. Although we marry, sometimes we still bring in trust issues. Mm -hmm. uh, I think sometimes, depending, uh, we said the last broadcast, depending on a person's background, uh, sometimes the challenges in the intimacy of, of, of allowing you to see more of, of me, you know what I'm saying? Letting my hair down, sort of, which still is trust. Uh, because I fail to to um, disclose just information with you. Let's say if we're moving forward, I don't want you to see my my weaknesses. We had talked about that in the last broadcast, weaknesses and strengths. And I think sometimes in a man's world, it's it's challenging for him to allow his wife to see where he's weak when he's been perpetrating this man of strength, mm -hmm. this man of of magnitude all the time. And now uh, we're walking in areas where you'll begin to see uh, I become vulnerable to you, uh, where you'll begin to see, well, he ain't that smart after all. <laughs> and that's horrible because the person that you should be the most transparent and vulnerable with is the person you married to. It, it should be. But I'll, I'll say then when the reason I, I feel – why we stay in our separate corners or of individualism, uh, it it's because of those those reasons. Uh, if I'm in this corner and you're in your corner, we get together only for our sexual pleasure. Uh, you know, um, when do we really begin to expose ourselves to each other? Just secrets of our hearts, where we stand. How do you know where I'm, I'm, I'm headed? How do you know what's really going on with me if I'm not willing to share that with you? Uh, and it requires me to, to trust you. Um, one of the things I've learned about marriage, if nothing else, for it to be successful, you, are, you have to be transparent about who you are, your weaknesses, even in your, your past. Uh, and sometimes people don't want those things exposed. It's, it, it shows a chink in the armor or yeah, it shows... Or vulnerability. Well, yes, we're you're, saying I mean, that... Yeah, you mm -hmm. just expose, you're exposing pieces that you may not, you know, want to deal with yourself, let alone have the person that your mate also have to deal with. Mm -hmm. And what's crazy is some of that stuff don't come out for years in a marriage. Oh, yeah. Well, it uh, yeah. yeah, it depends on how good you are in, in keeping it quiet. Right, right. <laughs> but it's it's challenging again. If and here's the problem: <clears throat> if God is calling us to move forward, right, again as a team, and yet I am not willing to work with you, then again I am jeopardizing what God wants to do. Uh, so. 
each person in that marriage has to begin to have a desire to be pleasing to God and understand what that means to be pleasing to each other, or at least to work with each other. Uh, because we're put together for a purpose. So I have to know what it is that, okay, what again, we talked to again, your strengths, your weaknesses, our roles, how are we going to accomplish this? Uh, because I believe God is taking us this way. Right. You know, there's got to be a confirmation from my wife. You know what I'm saying? If I believe that this is vision, she has to <clears throat> be willing to work with that vision, come on board with that vision. But let's say, she comes with her own individual, but I don't see it that way. Well, now we have another problem. Right. But don't aren't you saying also as an individual building that relationship and knowing the best that you can what purpose you are as an individual? God's the purpose God has given you first. Then when you come together as a couple, then it even becomes stronger because she understands her God-given purpose, he understands his God-given purpose. And when you join the two, then they work together to become, to understand their purpose as a couple. Well, yeah and no. Um, here, here we come to challenge with that. We, we go back to, well, maybe I'm, I'm sorry. Let's say this. You're talking purpose. I'm talking vision. So well, your purpose, in, gets, which is your part to play in that vision. Correct. That's what you're saying. Correct. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So as it, you know, as individuals, when you understand, it, even as an individual, you have to understand your vision, and you bring those two visions together. You you may have a separate vision, you which obviously you did. Did I understand I was marrying a pastor? No. <laughs> you had a vision. You, you know think he had that, that was my vision though. You think he had that vision? I think that he was running from that vision because I think when he came back to church mm -hmm. years ago and and he was not trying to come back and he came back and was, um, was the word was spoken vision. that put him on a great flight <laughs> you know in history the great flight <laughs> that was my husband in tennis shoes he was on a great flight oh my no God. but I mean I think right. the word was there and so you know, all through the process of, of becoming a pastor, once he did, I didn't think that's what I was going to marry. Mm -hmm. We didn't talk about that. Mm -hmm. It was too late then. Well, <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're right. It was too late. But you just said in the last show that you always saw yourself as a helper. Yeah. Yeah, And that was God setting you up, preparing you for this great role wow. that you would play in yeah. his life. Right. Like, I mean, I swear, I know we, we on a radio show, but I, your mother, like me and my husband say this all the time. She groomed y'all like to be um, helpers like yeah. like y'all, even Kelly. Y'all just have that about y'all. That's the way God made you. Yeah. So, of course, you're going to attract someone who needs help. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. I would say I need it. <laughs> no, sorry. Required? Is that a better word? Yeah. <laughs> Was desperate for it. <laughs> 
Well, w- one of the things I think that I'll, I'll have we have to readdress uh, when you're talking about two different purposes or two different visions. You have to understand if if you're about to connect to a male, a mate, a man, as a woman, mm-hmm. whatever vision that you think you have for your life, you have to understand that that might have to be put on hold or put on the back or because it's not really emerging sometimes unless your visions are the same. Correct. Yeah. Correct. And that's that, make there, sense? that was that yeah, that's clarifying that because but but I think it, even if it's on the back burner through that it may not even be have to be eradicated. Or eradicated. Yeah, I mean, but even through that, that's God's God is doing that eradication Well, or no, it's supposed to that. be because yes. let, Let's go back to let's now let's just go back to talking reality. If we go back to individualism, mm-hmm. if if a wife comes into the home with in that individualistic view, she's not going to put aside her vision. She's not going to put aside what she wants to do. Her right. thing is to come in. Oh, I'm still because she comes in with that mindset. I'm still my own person. There you go. Right. I'm my own person. Right. And that's why it's hard for the two to connect and become one. See, the idea, I think, and here becomes, I think, the super challenge. We're talking kingdom marriages, mm-hmm. so right. I can't talk well, about secular marriages. Because right. secular marriages, that's just going to be the mentality there that you got to fight with regardless. But I'm saying when we come together under a kingdom auspice and we're saying, okay, we're kingdom individuals. I'm going to connect in union with this person, this mm-hmm. partner, this husband, this wife. Um, what now has to happen? How do we become one? Well, we can't come in with different mindsets. I have to be willing to let it go to say, I am going to submit my life under his leadership. Correct. So that meaning that I'm saying I trust this person with the direction or the leading of of my new my purpose. Because my purpose has to attach to his. Correct. My vision now has to be eradicated. It's not no longer my vision, his vision. Well, what is the vision God gave our, you? Yeah. yeah, what becomes our vision? Right. Right? And so it, it's because when you come in, if you come in like, I don't plan on having no kids, I don't plan on being no church. Uh, like, let's say he was interested. I'm a, well, I feel like the Lord called me to be a pastor. And she come in, well, we get married, but I ain't no pastor's wife. I ain't no first lady. God didn't call me to do right. that. Then well, he I- should be the first thing to say, well, I guess we ain't getting married. Because if she ain't coming in with the mindset is, hey, I'm ready to submit to whatever God is telling you to do, then that's already, uh, if she don't come in with that attitude, we already working against each other. Because in a kingdom marriage, I got to go back to scripture. The two right. become one. Right. So how do the two become one? You know, we, we have to become one in, in total of mm-hmm. everything, a whole right. package of us. We work as a team. We work together. So I can't come in ready to work against you because I got dreams. I got goals. And then don't get married. That's the thing I'll be looking at. Then don't marry a person ready to mess their life up with your dreams and goals because you ain't ready to submit them. Then don't get married to that person. But people come in because it's like, I need that extra finance. so (laughs) Or whatever they want, whatever the different reasons are. But again... It's, it's jeopardizing the future of what God has for that team because I'm not willing to put aside my own individual dreams, my own individual uh, goals, things that I wanted when I was a little girl and all this stuff. 
when you're telling him, I'm coming to marry you because I'm ready to submit my life, submit my life to, to this, this individual. I don't think that is a conversation or even a thought in a lot of people's minds. When they well, get married. it's not because even this day and age, that's not what's taught. Mm-hmm. We're, right. we're taught to stay right. individuals. You're your own person in this marriage. And really, in a kingdom marriage, no, you are not. Mm-hmm. You no longer belong to yourself. Mm-hmm. You are attaching yourself to this, this new vision of whatever God gave this person. Now, the challenge with the man is knowing that knowing vision. Knowing the vision, right. And if he don't know a vision, as I'm talking to ladies, I will tell you, don't marry him. Because if he has no idea what direction he's going Mm -hmm. in, he's taking you down the same road of obscurity. I have no idea where we're going. Right. Or and and you're gonna be chasing. Well, then she's gonna work on her stuff. She's gonna work on her dream, her vision. Because he ain't giving her none. None. Then when he finally figured out, he gonna look at trying to stop it. And we got conflict. Now we got real conflict. You ain't stopped this twenty years ago. Now you all in the God. (laughs) (laughs) Now you on your path. Want me to push my stuff? That's, that's not my path. Right. I didn't I didn't I ain't signed up for all yes. that. Right. And I that, have heard that. Yeah, I'm yeah. telling you. And that's yeah. because people are, are hooking up. Ain't nobody having conversations. We no. too busy looking at how big her booty is. And she too busy. Listen. <laughs> trying to figure and I don't. hate to bring people's names up, but that's funny you should say that because and I hate to bring in um Kanye and Kim Kardashian, but that's what she said to him. Cause she said, I'm on another no. You're mad at me because I'm not on the same journey that you're on. Correct. But they done been married for they years. Right. And, then and now, now he's, he's, he's finding God yeah, and like, like trying to pull her in. And she ain't on that. You ain't had no problem with me wearing this last year. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, we got married. Yeah. But yeah. anyway. Well, yeah. and they got two, how many little cabooses? They right got now? about five or six now. Right, you keep right, adding so. and now you're making it worse. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, it, I, I definitely know that's not on anybody's mind when they get married. Yeah, it's not. Just, it's not. And, and that's the problem. I'm saying that that's why we're seeing a lot of divorces in Christianity mm-hmm. because people are not talking before they come in. People mm-hmm. don't understand vision. People don't understand the rights that they have to give up. People mm-hmm. don't understand how to submit. submit. People don't understand how to lead. They think it's it's ruling. I'm de- demanding you yes. to follow me and that's not leading. Mm-hmm. And so because we fail to understand uh, the, the true intent that God had for marriage, the true intent that God had for for families, the true intent that God had for man to take dominion over this earth, we we have failed. We are failing uh, to comprehend how to do this successfully. Right. Some of us are just existing in marriages, and if you talk to a lot of people on the backside, they'll tell you, "I wish I could get out of this," <laughs> but I, I know I, it'll look bad as a Christian, so I don't. But it's not because their marriage is horrible. It's because they're not they going not. anywhere. Right. They don't understand why they're in it. They're going. The reason why before, when I came to Christ, one of the first things I prayed about was knowing, was really direction. How? What am I supposed to do in this thing? Right. What is the point of this? Why am I? Why would I be a Christian? Because it makes no sense to me. Because all the, some of the examples I've seen, just, they were just horrible. And so when God began to point me back to understanding the kingdom of God, learn about it, learn the purpose of it, understand what it's about. Now it makes sense to me. And now I understand 
I have to apply the kingdom to my marriage, to my personal life, to my family, to my ministry, to everything I do. I have to look at it from the perspective or the eyes, the 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 eyes through the to, I'm sorry, through the lens of the kingdom mm-hmm. so that it 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 keeps me focused and grounded on direction and on purpose that God does nothing without purpose. God does nothing without direction. God does nothing without vision. And he gives and makes it so plain to us that if we took time to pay attention to scriptures and understand what he's trying to do and accomplish in the earth, we will not succeed. I mean, we will not fail in our marriages. Mm-hmm. We would only succeed. Mm-hmm. Right. That's good. Well, you gonna write that next book. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the last thing to note about mission is knowing that it works best in unison with the other spouse. Right. Yes. That's good. A wife's role is so essential to mission. She can either motivate and influence or she can discourage and dissuade the mission of the marriage. Boom. So she has an important she role. She has so much and more power think, than she realizes. Exactly. And yeah. women think they don't have power. Because they don't understand their role. They don't. Uh, when you don't understand your role, it's easy for you to look like, well, my part is... You know, is the weak minute, part, right? Right, or minute, mm-hmm. right? But mm-hmm. it's it's not. It's it's the most. It's important. It's right. very well, important. and even in here, you it, it, there's a a correlation between the wife as a helper and the Holy Spirit as a helper. Mm. Now, if you know anything about can't the do nothing without the Holy Spirit. How the importance of the Holy Spirit, right? You can, but it's not going to be successful. It's not going to be successful. Or effective. effective. There you go. Yeah. It's not going to be effective. No. Building an effective. Building an effective marriage team. team. I'm telling y'all, need to get this book. I'm Ralph's Holy Spirit. (laughs) Yes, you are. And I'm rebelling and kicking and screaming. No, he's not. No, he's not. He's loving it. Um, it is noteworthy to remember that each person's role in the mission is needed, no matter how small or large that role may seem. Right. That's important. It's yes. very important. Um, you know, because we, you know, take for instance with us now, we have a family. And with that family, uh, sometimes because I have a lot of meetings and, and, and travel, uh, if Lenora wasn't there to really pick up the slack of with the kids I don't our kids be probably delinquent for sure for sure but she picks that up that's a big a big to do on on our end and it requires her to do a lot more than I do because I know I have meetings at night Mm -hmm. most of the time she's coming home they got things in the activities so she swaps out boom go do that if if I don't have you know if I don't have a meeting I'll do it but if I do she she takes them. She goes, you know, I teach on Thursdays. I teach mm-hmm. on Mondays. I, you know, meetings on Tuesdays, Tuesday nights. And so it's always something going on. And so she steps up, do more. And so it's easy for her if she wants to step back, be like, I'm tired of doing and I'm doing more than you and blah, 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 blah with the family. Mm-hmm. And I can be, you know, go on like, girl, my role more important than yours. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm saying? It can turn yeah. into something and crazy. And it does turn into that for some people. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. My point. Oh, yeah. But when oh, we yeah. understand what we're doing, what God is doing, it's easy for us not to get to lose track. It's easy for us not to become frustrated, but try to figure out how we can do this together. Yeah. And the last line of this section 
you were saying no matter how small or large that role may seem that it's 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 needed but in the long run those parts will eventually produce the fruit they were required to bear so the kids will get what they need Mm -hmm. right you know because she's doing her role oh yeah yeah you know and the husband will get what he needs right and god will give the glory and yes he will so on that note we're gonna end and we thank you guys for joining us and We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Building an Effective Marriage Team Program. To contact us with questions or information on how to purchase our book, or if you would like to know information about our marriage boot camps, you can go to our site at www.buildinganeffectivemarriageteam.com.